The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready? Go! Brace yourself. All right, everybody, listen up. You wanted a better outdoor radio show, and we heard you. Yeah! An outdoor radio show for all people. Sweet! A show that all others will be judged. We are at the point of no return. You demanded it, and we created it. You basically yell everything you say. Hell yeah! Let the revolution begin. Let's crank it up! Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could just stay seated with your seatbelts fastened. It's going to be a bumpy ride for a little bit, okay? Okay. Thank you. Jim's leaving on a jet plane. We don't know when he'll be back. Again. Oh, Jimbo, please return to us soon. I'm so sad. You know, Jimbo did not take the Kansas City Chiefs loss he very did. well. Gosh darn. I he, mean, like, you think he could pull himself together. He <laughs> went grief. He went on a bender, and he said, though, he told us before the game that if they lost, he was going to move to Paris. Yep. Wandering for two days and then emerging from the woods to call 911. Little did we know he meant Paris, Texas. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo's actually on an ice fishing trip right now. He's yeah. not returning our calls. He's acting like an ice hole. Yeah. All right. So we are talking about uh, the February freeze out on today's show. This is going to be a great show. Yeah. Uh, we got Leah Tiffany Lakoski. They are the hosts of Crusher with Leah Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we're going to be joined by Jay Voidhofer. Uh, he's the co-host alongside the hunt chef Jeremy Critchfield. Uh, that is Mount Top Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All new series and then wrap things up who are we going to talk with cat daddy as always yeah are you going to stick around though i'm not i'm going to let you to it it's, the studio is yours this week you're actually going to go down to texas and uh retrieve is there, jimbo is there ice fishing in texas <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i think it's with steve finaz maybe so something like that yeah all right so let's get to lee and tiffany it's the february freeze out this week now here's a two-parter with lee and tiffany lakoski hosts of crush with lee and tiffany on outdoor channel sundays 8 p.m eastern presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network and my outdoor tv this is part one up in the sky look it's a plane it's a plane it's lee and tiffany Lee and Tiffany, Lee and Tiffany, Lakoski, two of my favorite people, two of the sexiest faces, and one of the most awesome shows on Outdoor Channel that is Crushed with Lee and Tiffany, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Lee, Mrs. Tiffany, how's it going? It's great. I was like, wow, oh my God, did we like pay you to do that or something? <laughs> you could make that as your ringtone. That would be amazing. All right. <laughs> that is awesome. So I was kind of going down memory lane. There's a quote from you, uh, Miss Tiffany. I don't know, it was probably four or five years ago. Uh, you put, we have always lived our lives a little differently. We more or less decided a long time ago we are going to live for today. In this past week, and I'm not like a Super Bowl fan. I don't watch football. Uh, so I was on My Outdoor TV, and I think it was season 12, episode 9 
uh, Tiffany's moose of a lifetime, or according to Reagan, you were hunting pickles uh, up there in the Yukon. <laughs> but I thought it was so cool. You know, put aside the amazing hunts you guys have been on, everything you have done, but the quality time and all of the adventures you have done together. I was really starting to think about that. Like how cool as a couple that you share the same interests and you've been able to do everything together. That's amazing. It really, really is. I mean, it's, you know, I almost didn't go on that trip, to be honest, you know, because obviously we had lost my mom the year before. And I was like, who am I even going to leave our kids with? I mean, that's who I always watched my mom. And, and Lee was like, hey, I understand what you're thinking, you know, but I just really think you need to just readdress that and just, I think you should go. I think your mom would want you to go. And it was, it ended up, I had a bunch of family in Seattle and they helped watch the kids when we left. And it ended up probably being, to this day, one of my favorite hunts that we've ever done. I thought it was so amazing. And, you know, in the episode, again, if people don't have My Outdoor TV, they got to get a subscription. Yeah, uh, getting Close, I think, is on there, too. Yeah, Getting Close. I remember that. Getting Close was awesome. Um, but it was really cool because you got the fire to go moose hunting after Lee went on his moose hunt. And you guys were out there and all these bulls were coming and, you know, it was your turn. And you said it's like the size of a dinosaur. This moose was so huge. Yeah. And, and Lee's like, no, that's a young bull. We need to pass. But your excitement was just amazing. It's such spectacular country up there. It was awesome. I mean, like I said, by all means, it's probably been one of my favorite hunts that we've ever done. And I'm like actually looking forward to like going back there again and just doing it again because it's just the experience and just being out there and just thinking, oh, my gosh, look at I know, they're so huge, you know, even the small ones are huge. Yeah, (laughs) even the small ones are ginormous. Seriously, though, and I think the thing that blew me away the most is how far away you can actually hear them. You're like, oh, it's got to be right close. And they're like, oh, it's like a mile and a half away. I'm like, a mile and a half away? Now, of course, a huge moose like that can cover a lot of ground in a mile and a half, but still, it's just... It was, it's still to this day, one of my favorite hunts. I think, you know, you took two shots on it, Miss Tiffany, and your second was at 70 yards. To keep your composure, but have such a magnificent animal, all this buildup, you got the cameras on you. I mean, that was an incredible shot you made. It was really tough. I mean, it's funny, though, because it's like, I'll get super nervous up until the shot, and then it's just kind of like you're natural instinct almost takes over where you're like, yeah, you're not leaving. Um, and, and just, and thank God, you know, it's like, thank God you practiced for that because it's like, <laughs> if you had to just sit and rely on your wits like that, I don't know that I could have, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, you know, we shoot a lot of long distance shooting and like, that's a perfect example of, you know, most of the time we shoot like at a hundred yards all summer and even further some, and it's not because you want to shoot one at that distance. It just makes your closer distances, you know, that much easier for you. And you just never know when you're going to be able to have a follow-up shot like that and actually be able to have them stop and, and get one off you know, and, and still yeah. be able to do it accurately. So, I mean, those are the things you practice the long-distance shots for, not your first shot. But if you happen to get a second shot on anything, if they stop and give you it, I always take it no matter where you hit them. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with uh, Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Make sure you watch Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This July, all new episodes are going to be dropping. Now, from like mountain goats in brown bear in Alaska to big bull moose, doll sheep in the Yukon, muskox in Greenland, gargantuan <laughs> elk, mule deer in multiple states, countless world-class bucks you guys have taken. If you could relive just one of those phenomenal hunts, which would it be? Oh, that mountain goat hunt was awesome. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that I'm going to go with that, too, because I was thinking, you know, because your mom was there and everything. And just There's things like that that, 
except if you could relive any of them right now, it would be like, okay, Linda's first buck, you know, at least she'd be here with us. But, you know, so you think, uh, you know, a lot of things like that, but just fear hunting wise, I really think, you know, even though my bear, um, and moose and some of those were, were so awesome, but like Tiffany wasn't there and Linda wasn't there. So really it would really come down to probably the, the mountain goat hunt. That was like one of yeah, my, one of my favorites too, is knowing your mom and the kids were back, you know, just, not that far away from us, and they were out looking at whales and you know, doing stuff. They were out on Kodiak as well when we were there. So that one was awesome to have everybody there. For like me, it was more like that was like the first big hunt I did after I had yeah yeah cancer. You know, so it just is like to me, I was just like, dang, I made it, man. <laughs> what talk <laughs> yeah. about, talk about fearless going through that? And you're like, okay, you know, getting my feet wet here again. I'm gonna go to Kodiak Island. I mean, that's not <laughs> like <right? laughs> that's not like doing yeah. just a little hunt. Thing. <laughs> what? God was looking down on that, that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Because it did not rain one day in it, Kodiak Island. It did it um, really. I'm like, that never happened. No, it was like sunny, actually. I was like, um, I didn't bring enough sunscreen for this hunt because I certainly wasn't planning on Serious. this type of weather. I mean, it was honest to God. I mean, I remember Lee saying, I have been on this dock right here, I don't know how many times, and I have never been here without it being soaking wet and freezing Raining. cold. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yep, uh, now, and that's like the black bear capital of the world. I forget how many per brown bear. Yeah, I'm brown sorry, bear, brown yep. bear. And uh, that has to be a little, I mean, nerve-wracking. You get out there, you're mountain goat hunting, but, I mean, there's so many brown bear. Oh, yeah. I, we didn't, know what? I didn't even think twice about, like, the brown right. bear. I mean, oh, really? so much racket going through. Um, I mean, no, I really didn't. And I would guess I was never last in line either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as long as you're not last in line and you can outrun your guide. Yeah, that's a good that's thing. Right. Will, Will would have been in trouble. Yeah, Will would have been in trouble. But. <laughs> All right, so we're hanging out talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. They are the hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, guys, we got to get to a break. Can uh, you stick around for another part? Yeah. All right, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fiction Network, and My Outdoor TV Part 2 with Lee and Tiffany right after this words from our partners but guys to learn more about you your partners upcoming episodes everything going on in crushville where can we find you guys online uh our website of course then you got instagram twitter i think no we might not be on twitter anymore that's what happens when we have nobody else here we're like ah yeah (laughs) Yeah, kids are going crazy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's right all right so just look them up online we'll return with lee and tiffany right after this The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Thanks for choosing the number one outdoor radio show across the USA. And bonjour, Jim Appel, Jim and Trev. For our one French listener, connect with the boys on social media and at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will continue next. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV. Now, everywhere. High Mountain Seasonings. The world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. 
The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with the February freeze out. Now, let's get back to Lee and Tiffany Lakoski, hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. All right, we are back with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. They are the hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is kind of uh, a question I want to get into with you guys. Uh, the realized potential of a buck seems to be ever-increasing. However, the caliber of deer you guys take year after year just drastically increases. Do you think it's because y'all have been able to grow deer to their maximum potential and if so do you think there's like further improvement that can be made in terms of you know buck development nutritional benefits what say you guys yeah that's a good question because it's one that you never really know but you know i look at it this way like since we hooked up with analogics and there's a lot of reasons that we did and most of it is because the science background and the um you know the, the people involved there i mean to make a long story short i mean analogics started out as a you know, in animal labs where they come up with cures for all domestic animals. You're talking about hogs and cattle and all that kind of stuff. And just their love for, for deer hunting, they put a lot of that knowledge and all their uh, background into making things for deer. And then Aaron Gaines came on board with them, and he was a animal nutritionist. But, uh, again, for like, hogs and, you know, cattle and the stuff, they were all in the farm-type markets. But there, you know, Aaron as well, just his love for hunting, you know, put all that knowledge into the deer side. And so, like, five years ago, I mean, when I started paying attention to those guys and hooking up with those guys was when you watched our show over the years. You remember, like, back in 12, 13, and 14 and oh, yeah. all those EHD years where we just lost so many. So that's when I started, you know, hooking up with, with Aaron Gaines and started using, you know, products that he started with. And now, you know, between Analogics and um, Aaron, uh, you know, putting their minds together, coming out with, with feed and stuff. So now it's been, like, five years that they've been using their products and, I haven't really lost any to EHD. And even though some of our neighbors and people who watch like breweries in the past, they know, um, like Jeff Probst from, from that show, he's one of our, he's a, he has a farm. The neighbor's one of ours. And he called me just a couple of years ago and said that, man, they found 46 dead bucks over oh, on their place. Jeez, oh, you know, how has it been, how have you been finding on yours? And I was like, oh my gosh, I mean, we haven't found anybody kind of scared the daylight out of you. And that was right. You know, then when we got home, we started hunting over there. You know, that's when, if you just watched the show recently, where Tiffany shot diamonds, that was on that farm. So we had that buck over there. He wasn't necessarily the one that we were looking for, you know, right off the bat for Tiffany. But it was like, hey, if those deer are all going to be dying over there, we better get over there and shoot. You know, like <laughs> yeah. try to get on diamond or some of those that are six years old. Yeah. So after Tiffany shot him, you know, he went down into the creek and we went through all the creek. We never found any. Ooh. I mean, that whole year on the whole farm. So you're talking just a fence is the only thing that, Separates, separates us. yeah. So, so you really start thinking about, you know, that not feed a program. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, uh, one Tiffany can the, jump uh, over. <laughs> feed that we're using has definitely made a difference. And then, you know, as far as like reaching their genetic potential, of course, it's just letting them get older and older. And we're letting a lot of deer go at five, and we're letting some go at six, and you know, even at seven and stuff like that to see what they can do. But you know, like I said, in our first twenty years of hunting here. The first, you know, 15 of them, I don't think I ever saw 200. Maybe we shot one. My buddy shot one, like, years ago. But, you know, 15 years, I never really even saw one. And now I've shot four in the last four years. 
you know, I started feeding five years ago. So is that a correlation or is it luck? I guess we're, you know, you never really know, but you know, you look at Drury's and, and even Greg Lessinger over there, you know, he shot his two biggest deer in the last two years since they've been using analogic and stuff. So in my mind, it really is. Um, it has really made a big difference on, on being able to feed the analogics, uh, product anybody that follows you guys it's, it's so amazing whether it's instagram facebook a twitter if you're still on twitter who knows um but it's like tiffany shot her biggest buck lee shot his biggest buck in, in this past year dagger what what did he score 222 and change 222 yeah god mighty yeah. that is insane i mean you know you could chalk it up to luck you could chalk it up to how many days you guys spend in the field but what it comes down to in my personal opinion it comes down to science hard work and perseverance that is the only way this is possible to make this happen wouldn't you agree yeah i mean the thing is it's not like you're going out October 1st and blowing the dust off your bow and say, I'm going to go and try to hunt. You know, you can get lucky once, <laughs> Yeah. you know, in your lifetime, you can get lucky once and shoot one, but you're not going to get lucky every year. So really we're thinking about it right now. I mean, we've already, you know, even though it's snowing like crazy here and stuff, I've already gotten feeders put back out. And, and even though a lot of them haven't started yet because we still have food left in our food pots and we started putting out in minerals right now, even though they really won't start hitting it, you know, probably until the spring a little bit more, but at least to get it started and stuff, if the does need it for, Bond production and and stuff. And so you're thinking about right now, um, you know, so my your hunting season has already started for us for next year. So, you know, it goes throughout the whole summer. And really, by the time you get to October first, you know, you know your deer. You know how old they are. You know which ones you're going to be targeting. You know where they live. And you pretty much they know the stand you're going to be hunting for. Yeah. For them, you can probably nine times out of ten pick the stand you're going to shoot them out of. So, if you do the work, it's all it all will fall into place. But it's you know it's it's it is a lot of work, and I understand that not everybody can do it with time constraints, with jobs and everything else. But since that is our job, yeah, you know, I'm able to do that, and that's one of the reasons why we're been so successful on whitetails. Now, when the story of Lee and Tiffany began, okay, hunting, you know, you, you set out with one goal because you're both passionate about the outdoors. Obviously, Lee had a bigger background than you, Miss Tiffany, uh, but your love really, you know, came to fruition and you guys started off with getting close and then it, you know, goes to crush and everything. But it's because of your love for conservation and hunting and being together. But now it's more like you're full time farming to support your hunting addiction. And so what is what is more fulfilling for you guys? Being good stewards of the land, giving back to the resources, the wildlife. I mean, think of all the blood, sweat, and tears you guys constantly put in day in, day out because you love the land, you love the animals versus you only you hunt maybe two months out of the year. What is more fulfilling for you guys, the work or the fun of hunting? Well, I don't know. I can't speak for Tiffany. I may have a different me but for me it, uh, it's exactly that it, it's the conservation and things and even 20 years ago it was all about killing something how big of a buck you can get and now of course you still love the hunting part but that's not as it's the scales have tipped on that yeah for me it's way more on the conservation side and and what you can do and and things you know so i mean we could easily shoot three bucks here you know big ones every year you know good ones if you were just trying to get the biggest deer you can and normally you pick out one that you really you know that you really want and and if you do get a shot at them, then the other ones are kind of, you know, like management deer or something else. And, you know, I could see in the future, you know, maybe just shooting one and just because it, it's gotten to be where it's 
it's almost more fun except to see the deer go from year to year and you see like Wednesday the deer shot seven and a half. I mean, he put on 20 some inches from six to seven. So, you know, you get a big five year old and what you used to always shoot them at five. And now it's like, well, let's see what they can do at six and let's, you know, at six, (laughs) let's see what they can do at seven. And a lot of it is because you love those deer and they get to be like, you know, even though you've never, a lot of them we've never even seen with our eyes. You just see pictures of them. Yeah. Um, you know, from here to there, you know, but like the deer that Tiffany shot, I mean, this year, tank we had pictures of that deer and been following that deer and we've probably put 20 or 30 days into hunting him probably over the last Solid. three or three or four years oh, and nobody wow. had ever even seen him really even though he kind of seemed like a regular to us because we've had pictures of him but every time you go hunt him you'd never see him he wasn't a regular deer you you get pictures of him regularly yeah but not in the same place not the yeah. same times not the same days I mean, so you might get a picture a week or something like that, but but kind of the same way. If you go hunting, you spend three or four days hunting him, you never see him, and you'd move on to a different one. You would you're just like, yeah. But that was the first time we ever saw him. So, or whatever. Well, I so, had that, you know, you know this yeah. year, that crazy Medusa buck. I could have totally oh, shot yeah. him. And yep, he's like, you true. didn't shoot him. And I'm like, I didn't really want to. I said I had to, like, assess him first, and I just didn't know if I wanted to. And then by the time I was like, I mean, it is pretty cool. I probably should shoot him. Then I was like, yeah. It was too late, you know. <laughs> but he's like he's like five or six, maybe. But you never know. He's gonna do it another year. So there's a lot of times, just like Wednesday, when you, you know, I could have shot him the year before too, and I didn't. And then he kind of, then you're, you're, you know, I hunted him a couple more times, thinking maybe maybe I should. And there's the fact that he got through, and he went to, you know, from 180 to 211. It's like, man, I'm glad I, I left that deer. So I'm just waiting for another Wednesday out there. All these <laughs> that you see that are. You know, a really nice deer, you know, at five and stuff. And he's like, well, let's just see what he does at six. And we had some six-year-olds, too. And say, well, let's just see what they do at seven. And, you know, just kind of waiting for that one to blow another, put another 20 inches on from six to seven. But The old adage is true. Uh, good things come to those that wait. Um, right. I, so talk with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. They are the hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel. Got to check it out. Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And make sure you get... Uh, the My Outdoor TV app. Spend your time in these cold days watching all the episodes. So much fun. So encouraging. Uh, this has been presented, though, by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Guys, Mr. Lee, Miss Tiff, to learn more about you, your partners, everyone needs to follow you guys. Uh, check in with you daily. Where can we find you online? Hey, we appreciate that. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and then our website. All right, that's where you got to go. Uh, coming up next, we got Jay Voidoffer. He is the co-host, Mountaintop Outdoors. That is Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Lee, Miss Tiff, you guys are so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks you for having too, us. thanks for having us. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Luckily, you can't smell this show over the radio. But if you want to imagine it, it smells like energy drinks, cabbage, hot dogs, dog food, and chewing tobacco. Yum. Stick around. The boys will continue right after these messages. That's our shooter. Hunt hard, fish hard, and eat well. Oh, my God. This thing is huge. In an all-new Sportsman Channel series, the team at Mountaintop Outdoors travels the USA in search of the ultimate field-to-table experience. We do this every year and save this farm till rifle season to come over. All that hunting and fishing sure works up an appetite. We're going to put together a sportsman feast that you're not going to want to miss. So be sure to pull up a chair. 
Mountain Top Outdoors, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The February freezeout is on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's another two-parter with Jeremiah Voithofer, co-host of Mountain Top Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. And welcome back. We're talking the February freeze-out. It is freezing, Mr. Figglesworth, but it did get hot and spicy before the break with Lee and Tiffany Likoski. They are the hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany Outdoor Channel, airing Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to watch it. But now coming down from the mountaintops, uh, that is Jay Voidhofer. He is the co-host of Mountaintop Outdoors. Mountaintop! Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, alongside his co-host, the Hunt Chef, that is Jeremy Critchfield. Mr. Jay, how's it going, buddy? Hey, man, thanks for having me today. All right, so this is pretty crazy, Jay. You set out with a goal, and this is something I have never, ever heard of before. You wanted to rack up at least 1,000 inches of antler in one season. That was going to take a tremendous amount of planning, a heck of a lot of travel, and with COVID restrictions, I think uh, that's going to be pretty doggone impossible. But 1,000 inches, did you make that goal? I guess I'll start with I've been a whitetail hunter for a long time here from southwestern Pennsylvania. I, I've been around, so I got the guide in Illinois for about eight or nine years. And, and um, you know, you just start to meet these people in different parts of the country to where you just – it's in the back of your mind, right, if you think if I had the opportunity to run the country for one season and, and the rut was right and the weather was right, I think I'd get the job done. And, yeah. And um, about third or fourth hunt of the season – um, it was looking really bad, honestly. I was in the West, my cameraman. I mean, we, we got through our Western run and we had killed one animal. Oh my uh, gosh, we really? Yep. The first four weeks, we were one for four. Did you yep. happen to achieve that goal? I did. Did you really? Yes, Seriously? Sir. Yeah. Yeah. I killed 1,100 inches of oh. white tail this year. Oh my gosh. Now, yep. how many states did you have to travel to uh, to make that happen and hunt? I think I hunted uh, 12 states this year, and I ended up tagging uh, eight bucks through the month of October and November, and it actually happened eight weeks in a row. I shot a buck eight, eight weeks in a row. And, uh, you know, being a little guy or, or a little show um, that's just starting out, I just thought, you know, if there's one way to um, get attention, you know, people love watching whitetails getting laid down. I think it's the most relative uh, game out there to people that they can relate to because everybody can hunt whitetails across the country. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And um, I, I don't see ourselves as trophy hunters. You know, with Hunt Chef, we show people how to uh, better prepare wild game. And, um, you know, I try to hopefully um, get into their state or somewhere that they have hunted before. And, and uh, we lay down a story that something that everybody can do. And, and um, yeah, man, it, the Midwest was really good to us. The rough, we, we started in the far north. Um, I don't know if you remember, like October 20th, there was a snow, a cold front, a snowstorm. Yeah. And um, we started northern Wisconsin, so the rut kicked off really early, and that was my plan, was just to follow the rut, basically. And I had the cell phone cameras on a bunch of these leases, so I could kind of monitor it on my phone as we were going. And um, we'd lay one down. We would uh, go back to, we pulled a camper around all season. Mm-hmm. We'd go back to the camper. We'd look at the cell phone cameras and decide where we're going next. 
And, uh, yeah, man, it, it worked out. We got really lucky. That's a heck of a plan. All right, hanging out, talk with Jay Voidhofer. He is the co-host of Mount Top Outdoors, all-new series and episodes, Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, going back to what you were saying about people just loving whitetails hit the ground, uh, here's a little yep. quote. Whitetail deer are the most important game species in North America, noted Rick Watts, president of QDMA's uh, Pennsylvania State Advisory Council. This is interesting. More hunters pursue white tails than any other species and whitetail hunters contribute more financially than any other type of hunter collectively speaking whitetails are the foundation of the entire hunting industry and this is especially true in pennsylvania that is one heck of a quote but when you think about it like that what whitetail yeah. hunting does for the hunting industry as a whole it's amazing yep it is amazing. And, and, uh, you know, I feel like as hunters, we're being attacked as a whole right now. And, and, uh, there's never been a, a better time for all of us to come together and show people, especially with what happened with COVID, that hunting is cool. It's a great way to field the fork and, and, uh, you know, put food on the table and everybody can enjoy the sport. Uh, I can tell you this, uh, you know, from being on the road for 70 some days this year, I heard more stories. Uh, people are trucks wrapped, so people come up to talk to us all the time. I heard more stories of people saying they just started getting out hunting this year yeah. than ever, and I think that's great. And I think to attest to your your quote there, it's it's only getting better now with um, what happened with COVID because people they needed uh, they needed to get out. There wasn't a lot to do, right? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? <laughs> yeah. You know what's really neat is watching uh, Mount Top Outdoors again, Sportsman Channel Wednesday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. This is an all-new concept, basically. Whole new show. You yep. and the hunt chef, Jeremy Critchfield. You guys' excitement is unparalleled. It's genuine. It's not like you're jaded. You've been in the industry forever. Your enthusiasm is contagious. How much you love hunting, and it truly is inspiring. Yep. Thanks, man. And, and I really do love it. Like, you know, I grew up hunting and fishing uh, here in southwestern Pennsylvania, and uh, chef grew up in Armstrong County, which is a couple hours north of me here. And it's just funny how, uh, you know, God's plan in, in my mind got us, uh, together to be able to produce this show for people to see. I mean, there's nobody that actually loves to cook wild game more than that guy. Yeah. And he figures out so many different ways to put it uh, on the table. And I learned a lot. So I, I've been hunting my whole life. Like I was saying, I grew up on deer meat in my grandma's kitchen and, and, uh, my parents' house. And I, I tell you, I learned so much just uh, filming and producing the show from him from like eating heart and liver and, and all these different uh, um, cuts of the meat, flank steak. I can't tell you how many whitetail flank steaks I've thrown away over the years <laughs> where I didn't even know where it was. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the average guy doesn't know, right? Yeah. Um, so hopefully there's some educational value in what we're doing and, and um, you know, he can show people how to um, cook it, clean it better and, and get it to the table to where the whole family enjoys it. I mean, that's what we're here and hopefully it's, uh, people enjoy the story uh, because it is genuine. You, you hit the head, nail on the head there with um, how much we love it. And these are real stories. There's nothing like, you know, reenacted or anything like that. I mean, it's how it goes down and we appreciate everybody watching. Yeah. Now those, you, you're talking about family. Okay. You've got mama, yep. some kiddos back home. You're, you're yep. like a road dog, man. You're out there eight weeks straight, pounding the pavement, hitting the woods, making stuff yes, happen. Sir. How hard was that? Being a family man, you know, you're providing for your family, you're hunting. Yep. That had to take its toll. That had to be tough. Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it was definitely tough. Um, we are lucky to live in a time. I couldn't imagine doing it 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, this was the first year that, you know, we were um, blessed to be sponsored enough to make a real run at it like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I ended up spending um, nine weeks on the road total, 10 Ooh-hoo! weeks on the road. Jeez, oh, Pete. And, uh, yeah. It, it, FaceTime is amazing, my man. <laughs> so I, we had a small camper that I pulled behind a truck. Yeah. had a Wi-Fi hotspot in there, and I can go back on the iPad every night and uh, talk to my kids. And uh, they loved it. You know, I, I have great support from here at home. Um, I, I do have a day job. My day job is I'm a golf course greenskeeper. Oh, really? Uh, no, I'm not a good golfer, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I got a green thumb. And it's nice because the golf course closes. Oh, yeah. Uh, or golf season slows down as the fall. You know, I think I closed the golf course this year, October 12th officially. I think I pulled out for the first time September 8th or September 9th. So. Uh, the season works out as well for filming the show with my day job um, at the Summit Inn Golf Course. Uh, and, man, I tell you what, they, they were very supportive of the show. And we're just happy that so far people like it. You know, it's a growing process um, producing a TV show. Um, I actually produced the show, and, and it's uh, it's definitely been a learning curve, my brother. So we just want to let people know that we're working hard to get better and, and uh, hopefully that uh, – they can enjoy the ride with us, my friend. That's right. All right we're talking the February freeze out, hanging out with Jay Voidhofer, the co-host of Mount Top Outdoors at a Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, we got to get to a break. Can you stick around, man? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. We will be back with Jay right after the break. But before we do, man, where can we find you online? You can find us at mountaintopoutdoors.com or on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all Mountaintop Outdoors, or my, my personal handle is the real J Voice on Instagram. All right, we'll return in just a moment. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. By listening to this show, you are officially more American than the Statue of Liberty punching Kim Jong un in the face at the Super Bowl while eating a hot dog. So that's pretty American. Outdoor radio for over 16 years. Stay tuned. The revolution will continue after these short messages. You're dropped into a body of water you've never fished, and you got to figure it out. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Heritage Cup kicks off from Waco, Texas. That is the beauty of Mary Lake Fishing. You're never out of the game. Yeah, baby. And really, truthfully, you're never all the way in the game. Oh, my gosh. All my senses are heightened. It's almost like you get into a zone. Get you some of that. It's show up. Who's going to be the man today? Major League Fishing's Heritage Cup. Premieres Saturday, February 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. 
Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we chat the February freeze-out. Now, once again, here's Jeremiah Voithofer, co-host of Mountaintop Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. All right, we are back with the big butt killer, Jay Voidhofer, the co-host, Mount Top Outdoors Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We are talking the February freeze-out. Now, you got to tell me, this is so crazy. Um, I don't care if it is rifle, bow, muzzleloader, you do it all, but you have actually teamed up with, uh, what is it, Precision Arms. And they have yeah, precision arms. Yeah, the yes, Dead Fire Series Long Range Muzzleloader. It's a 45 caliber Tell me the effect. This is going to blow our listeners away. Tell us the effective yep. range of this muzzleloader. Well, uh, let me tell you, it blew me away when I got one on the range. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can hold, I can hold a baseball size group with that thing in perfect condition. That's 500 yards. Oh my gosh, 500 yards, really? They will change the games, especially in the Midwest or these big buck states that have these late muzzleloader seasons. Yeah. And it was the, uh, it was the deadliest tool in my arsenal this year. Um, like I was saying, I shot eight whitetails. I shot four of them with that muzzleloader, and I shot all of them over 200. I shot three of them over 350. You know, the nice thing about muzzleloader hunting, you know, in the past, people were kind of big skeptics. It's very intimidating. There's a lot of steps to it, um, and you really have that one-shot kill. It's kind of like bow hunting, but it does yep. extend your hunting seasons, and that is what's so nice about it. But with that extended distance, you know, 600-yard range is what they're they're capping it as. Yep. I mean, that's incredible. Yep. It truly is. Yeah, and, the, and I, I tell you what, um, people still have to do their part. The shooters still have to do their part. Yeah, there's a lot of data that goes into making those long shots, but it's very doable. And the cool thing about Precision Arms is they're not a big arms manufacturer. They're not a giant. Um, it's literally three or four guys that work here in southwestern Pennsylvania, Vela, Pennsylvania, and uh, they care about every gun that comes out of that shop. And every gun that is custom, um, built to whatever you wanted it built to. I mean, it's amazing. Um, we just did a rabbit hunt actually with the sportsman channel this past week and, and those guys and it was pretty awesome. I tell you, it, it, it's just one of those things that they love to hunt just as much as Chef and I do. And, um, we're happy that uh, we can get together and let people know just, you know, how deadly and effective these muzzleloaders are now. Like you said, it was a, it was a process, right? To go muzzleloader hunt 10 years ago when you had oh, to yeah. think about everything that went into it and i think it, it got a little bit of a uh, a black eye like bow hunting does mm-hmm. when um a bad shot happens yeah uh, but these muzzleloaders are so effective and the the bullets that they're loading these things are devastating to the game um the, the last two deer i shot you guys will see on the show the deer didn't take two steps oh um, and that was over 350 yards. Oh, and they're man. Just, they're an amazing piece of equipment. Yeah. Now, going back to long-range hunting, and you are a long-range hunter, but being from Pennsylvania, generally, you know, Pennsylvania is not touted <laughs> as a long-range state. But That's there's, right. There's something interesting, yeah. though. You said that because of hunting pressure, the Wiley Bucks, how smart they are. I mean, they're savvy old bucks up there. It is becoming yep. a long-range state. And I'm pretty sure with your Precision Dead Fire Series, I think it's like a 28 Nosler. You dropped yep. a buck at 440 yards. Is that right? That's right. That's incredible, man. And I, I did it I did it in uh, about seven seconds talking oh, on the phone. Did you really? Um, oh, 
Yeah, if you guys watched episode, if anybody caught episode two, I believe. Yeah. It was uh, here, here in my home state in Pennsylvania. And you hit it again with people don't realize here in the east you can long-range hunt. And it's so effective because these bucks are so high pressure. So earlier in our, our uh, phone call here, you were talking about the hunter numbers and the whitetail hunters in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I believe it's the number two state in the country um, still for hunter license sales and the amount of whitetail hunters we have here. And what me and my friends group has found over the last four or five years is the best way to hunt these big old five-year-old plus age-class deer is long range. And people think that because you live in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you can't hunt long range. Like there's a mental block there. Like they, But if you think about it outside the box, um, you can, instead of hunting a 40-acre block, you can shut down 250 acres from a high knob. Uh, here in the east because you're you're looking all the way around it and um you know that's a different way of thinking of it but it's worked out really well for us so last year um i shot that 140 inch eight point mm. um and then my best friend um on the same spot one day later shot 183 inch giant oh jeez! Uh, after all year and that's that was the episode so i i was one in the hand or two in the bush if you will <laughs> i i had uh I had Illinois coming up on Thursday. Yeah. Season opens up on a Monday. And a five-year-old eight-point that I've been hunting all year steps out into the food plot at 440 yards. And I literally call my friend on the phone Ooh, before dang. I take a shot. And I'm like, what, what do we do? And he was like, if I were you, I'd wait on that big one. I was like, dude, I got four days. <laughs> um, Don't have much time. Shot. Yeah. That's it. I kill him. And who who would have thought that the very next day that the giant would have stepped out? Oh, dang, uh, dude. Now, how yeah. do you like that 28 Nosler? People, uh, I think, don't look into the 28 enough, or it's so new that they haven't heard of it. The 28 yeah. Nosler is, is uh, I mean, the ballistic coefficient on that thing is insane, and it's such a flat shooting rifle. Um, it, it's nothing to sit down on a bench and with a 1,000-yard a plate cool. out there, you know, a 12-inch plate, and uh, tanging a whole bunch on a bench of the range. And uh, People don't realize how effective that is in the deer hunting woods. If you take that knowledge to the deer hunting woods, um, I think they overlook it because we're such a traditionalist state of getting the woods, um, put your orange coveralls on and go take a walk and try to get a big buck. Yeah. Um, it's definitely more effective if you can find a place where you can look a long way and, and just watch them observe. Um, I think it's been two seasons that I've just sat up on one of my high range, long range spots, uh, up high and, and watched. And this year I actually didn't squeeze a trigger till the last Thursday of the season here in Pennsylvania. And, um, uh, it was back to old school because the deer was in a tight picket in mm-hmm. the area and uh, went in there and I got lucky, man. I didn't, I didn't actually think I was going to kill one here in Pennsylvania, but that was part of the run. Um, and it was 150 inch deer that I'd, I'd been hunting for two years. Here. Wow. Oh man, that is impressive. All right. Jay Voidhofer, the co-host Mount Top Outdoors, all new series, all new episodes. You have to check it out. Sportsman Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Now, Mr. Jay, to learn more about you, Mount Top Outdoors, your co-host, the Hunt Chef, amazing man. Where can we find you guys online? Yeah, you can find us at uh, mountaintopoutdoors.com or any of the social handles. Instagram, Facebook's a big one for us at uh, Mountaintop Outdoors. Uh, my partner, Hunt Chef, has a big handle on Facebook. Uh, or my personal handle on, on um, Instagram is the Real J Voigt. I post there a ton. And we're trying to get people, uh, you know, an inside look at what we do on the daily to, to make sure that we have a good season, you know, but we work day jobs, so we get after it in the evenings a lot. 
just like everybody else does out there. That's right. All right, so we're talking the February freeze out again. Just joined by Jay Voidhofer. Make sure you watch Mountaintop Outdoors Sportsman Channel Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Coming up next, we have the Kansas Catman, Mr. Cat Daddy. But Mr. J-Man, God bless you. Thanks for coming on. We love what you do, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, what was that website you wanted me to go to? Uh, JimandTrav.com. Oh, got it. Oh, man, these guys look like two bums. Uh, I didn't say they were pretty. Log on now, JimandTrav.com, and stay tuned. The revolution will continue right after these important messages. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Don't forget, you can always drop us some feedback and help make the show better at JimandTrav.com. Now, here's King of the Catfish and Purveyor of the Beanhole, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. And we're back. We're talking the February freeze out before the break. We had Jay Voidhofer. He's the co-host Mount Top Outdoors at a Sportsman Channel Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But he is a piker compared to our next guest. He is the Kansas Catman, Mr. Cat Daddy. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Travis. Going good. Going good. The daggone cold weather drove me out to the garage. Fired up the old lead melter. I got a big old, uh, big old bucket of lead out there. We've been pouring. Anchors. Oh, geez, oh, Pete, anchors. Now, how big anchors are you pouring? Well, we got 30, 40s, and 50 pounders. Oh, my God. That takes a lot of lead to do that, man. Well, let me tell you, I got a lot of lead. I'm going to tell you right now how to get one of these anchors built real easy. All right, how do you do it? <laughs> well, you go get you some three-quarter inch uh, uh, round stock steel. Oh, yeah. Three-quarter inch, yeah, they come in 12-foot pieces. You cut them in a foot and a half lengths. Mm. You weld your little chain cycle up on top of it, just a chain link. Yeah. You get your little jig built where it'll hold that steel mm-hmm. down into the molten leather. When you pour it into a like a, uh, oh, I'd say about a, oh, a 12-inch, maybe an 8-inch stainless steel bowl. Oh, yeah. Pour it about halfway up full of lead. And you got your jig sitting on it, which is just a couple boards that I got rigged up that holds that steel in place. Yeah. Now, before you put that steel in there and put it up on that jig to hold it steady, when you're cutting that three-quarter inch stock, you need to weld you about a four-and-a-half-inch piece of that stock on the bottom and put two nuts on on each end of that where it raises it up off the bottom of that pan a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and what you'll do, you know, when you get to all that poured and everything, you know, it takes about... 20 minutes for that lead to settle down and get halfway cool. Yeah. You just lift that up by the, the chain link top on top of that bar, tap that pan with a hammer, falls right off and just set it down the ground. You got you a 30, 40, 50-pound anchor. Depends on how many pounds of lead you want to put in there. No way. Really? Oh, man. Hey, you go buy you one of these big Navy anchors or something. Oh, God. You'll be spending 80 90 $120. That's right. All right, so we got to get to a break, and uh, this has been presented to you by High Mount Seasonings. Hop online to spice up your wild game cuisine. Perhaps your next catch when you go fishing with Cat Daddy. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Got to get to a break. Mr. Cat Daddy, you're so awesome. God bless you. We love you, buddy. I tell you guys, it's just an honor. I tell you, it's just an honor to be on your show. <laughs> 
Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. Savor the finer things in life. Hunting, fishing, and eating. Every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fork. Join epic outdoorsmen Steve Ranella, Daniel Vitalis, and Scott Laseth as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. I could eat the snot out of this thing all day long. The most mouth-watering night in Outdoor Channel history. Taste of the wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. Plus means more. Introducing OutdoorChannelPlus.com, the most comprehensive outdoor website ever created. Recent, relevant, and authentic, with new product reviews, expert tips, videos, and podcasts from America's most trusted sources like Game and Fish, Guns and Ammo, North American Whitetail, and many more. Experience the new OutdoorChannelPlus.com. Never stop searching. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know but, that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. So, Mrs. Bunny, this was a fantastic show. It was a great show. This is really fun. Yeah, heard from Lee and Tiffany Lukoski from Crush with Lee and Tiffany and Jay Voidhofer, Mount Top Outdoors, and Cat Daddy wrapped things up with uh, making some weights. Awesome. Mrs. Bunny, last word, what would you like to say? JimandTrav.com. Go there, check out the show, and stay warm. It is stupid cold out, guys. That's right. And if you're like Jimbo, make sure you have a nice ice house. That's right. And uh, take a cooler, lots of beverages. Yep. And those little ice heaters that go in your shoes, Yeah. those are nice. Yeah. All right, so get outdoors this week. You know what? Actually, probably stay indoors this weekend. Yes. Uh, watch something on Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, My Outdoor TV, and Hammer Home Firearm Safety. That's what you got to do, boys and girls. We will return next week. Peace out. God bless you. We love you so much. USA, you rule. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.